Welcome to the Shine On Podcast. I am your host, Becky Shetler. Amid depression, anxiety, challenging relationships, and parenting struggles, how do we discover the light of Christ within ourselves, and how do we let it shine in our lives? Each week, I invite a guest to tell their personal story and how they have experienced the light of Christ in their life. It is through telling our own stories that we shine on for others to see. Thanks for joining us. Today, I asked my friend Bridget Webb to be here with me because I have been inspired by her courage to trust the Lord's plan and to take action. Bridget is a fun person with a big, friendly smile. I met Bridget a year and a half ago in the single adult ward when my husband was called to serve as a counselor in the bishopric. Bridget is a gardener, and I have loved getting to be good friends with her. I have seen her work hard. And she is true and faithful to the Lord. She is a she is a good example to me. Welcome, Bridget, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I remember meeting Bridget for the first time at a barbecue award activity at the Bishop's house. And she had just come from work and she had her baseball cap on and her work clothes. And I was intrigued. I'm like, Bridget, what do you do? And she said, I work up at the University of Utah in landscaping. And I just thought, wow, a a female to be working in landscaping is quite an amazing woman. That was my impression of you, Bridget. (laughs) Um, I guess I get that response every once in a while. But (laughs) in my work, I... It's definitely a very male-dominated industry job, and I guess it does make me a little bit proud when people are um, impressed because I work really hard to keep up with the boys. Uh, It's definitely an attitude that I have. That's kind of a side benefit or side aspect of being a gardener being in the landscape industry because it's really about my connection with my job it's my connection with the plants that is most important to me and so when people have this like outside perspective it's just gonna it's always different than why like my perspective of why I work that job. So I, I think that's great that you do your job because you care about the land, the nature about the plants. You take it very seriously. Yeah. And that's really where your passion is. Yeah, it is. I uh, had experiences where I meet, somebody who's new to me and they can tell that I like to hike. I don't see what about me screams that I like to hike, but they're right. (laughs) They're definitely right on the money with that one. You must enjoy a lot of things out in nature. Yeah. Hiking, gardening. Are there other things? Birding or camping, uh, meditating, anything on the lake. Water sports. Yeah, I 
pretty much live outside. I'm inside very seldom. So is the different seasons hard for you or even in the winter months, you're still outside? Oh, I'm still outside in the winter time. Uh, it's just, it's just a different type. It's just different because I have to wear a little bit more gear. You just change what you wear. Yeah. So go outside. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us about you and getting to know you a little more? I feel like this being an outside person is a really big part of my life. I don't think a lot of people know why though. And I've kind of been discovering why this is such a big part of my life as well. I guess just something to know about me is that I choose to be really close to nature and I call myself a naturalist because I see God in everything around us. And, um, it's just so much easier to see in nature and feel and um, feel very connected to it, to God's energy. So if I were to ask you what the light is within you, what would you say is your light? It's this connectedness that I feel to things that have a purpose and feeling a sort of camaraderie or like synchronization of things of the natural world and their purpose and my purpose. It gives me a lot of confidence understanding that our purpose is to praise God and what he's like created. And it really does influence my day-to-day life and it really does influence how I interact with other people. And, you know, it it influences what you're going to see on my face and how genuine I can be with a person because I just always feel a security and a connectedness to everything God created. So the light within you is this connection between God's creations and the world's creations and kind of finding that balance. Yeah. Through your connecting those together, have you been able to help others see that? I have had moments for sure where people stop killing insects when I'm around uh, or people like learn something about a plant and they remember it and then we can talk about it later. I uh, love pointing out what birds were hearing as we're like on a walk together. And that's a definitely a stop and think moment for a lot of people like, oh, that bird has a name. Oh, (laughs) or that plant has a name or there is like, you know, a creature in the bushes over there. And so I definitely have seen people perk up when I am open with what I'm noticing around me. I know that when I'm with somebody and they say, oh, that's this bird or notice that flower, that color or whatever, it brings awareness to me. And so 
the more you just share the things that you know and the things that you are aware of, I'm sure it brings awareness to other people around you. I've had the fun experience with Bridget of going flower shopping recently. <laughs> and I love just watching her in the nursery of all these flowers. And I can tell her brain is just working really hard. All the gears are shifting of what color, what texture, what space, what colors would go together, what plants go together and watching her create gardens. And that's been a real fun thing for me to observe just recently in, in you. And it sure brought awareness to me about plants that I didn't even know about flowers and new ways of laying them out together. I think there's a lot of symbolism in planting and gardening of the gospel of Jesus Christ, where you plant the seeds and you nourish them and you, they grow yeah. and then you harvest. And um, there's so many symbolic messages yeah. in being a gardener. There are. And every time uh, I read anything in the scriptures that relates, and there are lots of stories that relate to gardening in the scriptures, it teaches me a lot. It will stick out in my mind as a story to study and to really spend time on. Do you have a favorite scripture story? Recently was struck by even if your seed is really small and a, a seed here kind of represents faith. Even if it is smaller than you could think possible to produce anything, um, you are commanded to exercise it. You're commanded to plant it. I understood that using your faith is a commandment and and have more faith. I'm like, no, let's make it bigger. Let's make it stronger. And uh, I like haven't really understood that the way to do so is by planting a very, very, very small seed, not planting a really big seed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, you know, that, that really resonates with me. I love that. I love how you're saying that the smallest, even the smallest is good enough. Yeah. We don't have to already be something big and complete to plant it and nourish it and let it allow it to become something great. Right. Well, Bridget, is there a time in your life where this light has gone out or this passion that you have for this gift? Yes. <laughs> Short answer. Yes. Long answer. I didn't discover how important the natural world is to me until a lot later in my life. I didn't feel this light until I was in my mid twenties and I was making really big life changes. Uh, like my life before that didn't make it easy for me to see myself 
and it didn't make it easy for me to see what was important for me. Uh, it was, so I guess what I'm saying is that all of my life until I was in that mid 20 range, it was very dark. So I hear you saying that you discovered the light later in life yeah. and maybe hadn't even realized it wasn't there until yeah. it was. And where did you find that light? I started going on hikes by myself. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, um, I've grown up in the Salt Lake Valley and at one point or another, you're going to go on a hike. <laughs> and so I, I've been on many as a girl, uh, as a young woman, but never enjoyed it. And then just felt an urge to start going by myself and taking my time and, or going as fast as I could sometimes, uh, a lot of the times I got lost. Uh, a lot of the times I was in dangerous situations. I would spend nights out in the wilderness by myself. I just needed to like really understand what it could offer for me rather than somebody else who's leading a group hike. So pretty radical. That's pretty cool. So did you start doing those hikes um, to learn how to trust yourself or explore, be curious? Yeah, I just, I was curious. That really was the driving emotion. I wanted to know what it was like, like just me and nature without anybody else's perspective getting in the way. I really think that's powerful. You wanted to know what it was like between you and nature. Yeah. Maybe this is kind of uh, an easy question, but like, how do you maintain this light today? I guess I say it's easy because I bet hiking is involved in that, but tell me what are the rituals or habits that you have that help you maintain this light? I, I've actually been thinking a lot recently that my profession has kind of influenced in a big way how I experience plants of all shapes and sizes and how I have a very clinical attitude toward any plant in the landscape. You said you, you mentioned that I take it very seriously, my job, and you were right. <laughs> I, I have this sort of controlling attitude toward plants. And thank goodness I don't feel this way toward um, everything else that is really important to me. But it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult to have a, a open mind if I have my experience like in my backpack and I am always applying my experience and 
I guess like I would just, I just try to have a little bit more of a open mindset toward things that I can't control because I can't control plants, even though that's what my training says that I can. So things that I do to try to maintain this, I put meaning, I put deep meaning behind interactions that I have while I'm outside. I use what I see and feel to write poetry. I use what I see and feel outside in the natural world to guide my scripture study, um, to inspire drawings and paintings. I try to bring things that I see like flowers into my wardrobe. I try to share it with others or allow others to share it with me and show them that I actually I like really know what they're talking about when they say that something's beautiful. I'm trying really hard to be curious about the world again. Like that sort of feeling that drove me to like do really radical things that were kind of dangerous. I, I want to, I kind of want it back, not to do dangerous things, but to, um, because I don't think I have it all figured out yet. And so I'm trying, I'm trying to be curious again. So it sounds like you are uh, taking this approach of what is it I don't know yet? Like, I didn't yeah. know I love nature and hiking until I did it by myself. Yeah. And is that that approach of what else is out there that I have not yet discovered yet? <laughs> that's exactly like that's that's what I'm trying to headspace. I'm trying to step into. And curiosity is going to get you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it before. So I'm going to try it again. That is so great. Do you have a plan? Do you know what your next adventure is going to be? Uh, I have kind of a plan. I am going to start a landscape architecture program. And people keep asking me as I'm like sharing my news with them what I'm going to do with that degree. And my answer is that degree is three years long. (laughs) I can't answer that. Uh, And I I don't really want to, because, you know, this program is going to offer me a lot of knowledge and I, I see it offering me an opportunity to be very, very curious and to, you know, work on a thesis. And I really am thinking of it in terms of God is leading me into this program. And what does he want us, me and him, to do with what I learn? And that's my plan so far. I love that. And I really appreciate you sharing that because 
Um, I think I had mentioned this earlier about how I have seen you trust God's plan and have the courage to take action. And now I understand more of why you're that way, because you stepped into a place you had no idea that it would lead to your light going on, understanding nature and your passion to find that alignment between nature and personal self and what God has in store for you. And now you're going to leap into something else that you're bringing that curiosity to it and the Lord will work with you. Yeah. He will be with you through all the steps of the journey. This is really great. I'm so glad that you were able to share your experience and how you discovered the light. And I am so excited to see you continue to shine your light through your next adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I just love living a life that feels like it's forward progress, uh, which I know a lot of people do. It's probably a common uh, desire, but knowing that it is moving forward and that God will be there with me, it, it makes me like totally free to just be myself. And I'm learning that that person is actually very bright. She is bright. She's beautiful. And she has so much light to shine for the rest of the world. I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to continue to shine on and move forward? I think it means being a lot more genuine with people. It's really easy for me to be genuine with like squirrels and um, household pets and flowers that are like blooming really nicely. It's becoming a lot easier for me to extend that generosity with others. And I kind of had the thought today that I remember used, I, I used to have the attitude of, I just need a few really close friends. And I've been getting to see that I actually have the capacity to have a lot of really close friends. And that feels like how I'm going to continue to shine on is not limiting the relationships that I get to make. I have a reputation for limiting how relationships develop and i'm i'm just realizing that i don't need to limit them and they could offer me a lot of maybe almost as much as nature can offer me thanks for sharing that i see you planting that seed of not limiting yourself And just let the Lord guide you to where he wants you to be, who he wants you to touch and shine on. 
I am so thankful that you came on with me today and that we had this conversation. Your light continues to shine for me. And one thing that I learned from you today is awareness. I want to move forward and be more aware of the world around me, nature of people. And I want to talk about it so that other people around me will increase their awareness. That's something that really stood out to me about you is um, that I want to be more aware of the little things like you have taught me about nature. Thank you so much for this conversation and spending this time. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Shine On podcast. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you felt this episode provided you with added light and value, please share it and continue to spread light to others. And don't forget to tag me and today's guest. Your support truly means the world to me. I would be grateful if you would subscribe to this podcast so you will get notified when the next episodes are released. Have a great day and keep shining your light.